Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I'm delighted to be here with Sakia, founder of Mind Walk Yoga, online studio and demand um, platform app now. So, Zakia, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Nina. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Mind Walk Yoga, founded in the pandemic. That's, that's pretty wild to start off with. Yes, yes, indeed. So, yeah, so I founded Mind Walk Yoga. It was actually the first week of the lockdown. Um, but I've been a yoga teacher for some time. I've been a yoga teacher for about 13 years. Um, I'm practicing for about 20. But yeah, the start of the pandemic was just the time that I suppose everything went online. It was an opportunity to to kind of seize the moment and and start something that that yeah, that kind of was very, very important to me about kind of building an accessible, inclusive platform. Yeah, and you're devoted to representing black people in yoga you you're you've got your team of seven black women and so this feels pretty pretty groundbreaking there wasn't anything like this at the time or i suppose anything like you you just said at that time you'd already you'd already practiced yoga for 20 years so i've been practicing yoga for 20 years and 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 teaching for 13 years during that time i'm sure I mean, how, how many people of colour were you coming across and how many women of colour were you coming across and black women at that? Throughout my years of, of, like, of practising and teaching, um, I've been to loads of different studios and had, and had loads of different experiences in, in terms of um, yeah, positive and, and, and negative. But I think definitely the, the kind of... Um, my experience was that predominantly yoga spaces were very white, very white, very expensive. And and for like large portions of my kind of yoga years, I just couldn't afford to go to places. Um, and when I did, yeah, it did, it did feel a bit kind of, um, you know, kind of um, that feeling of... Elitist. Yeah, I suppose elitist, and and also that feeling of of I've come here to just kind of relax, but I'm also a bit anxious about how I'm being perceived because I'm the only black person in the space, um, you yeah. know. So so the, so yeah, that that definitely was it was a big kind of um, uh, factor for for you know kind of starting Mindwalk Yoga and building this collective of of black female yoga practitioners. And I think I'm not alone as a, as, you know, in, in my experiences. And I think I've definitely heard from our from our members and also had so many discussions subsequently, like over the pandemic and with the teachers about people who have had similar experiences to me. So right back, right, right, right back to the beginning, to the yeah. origins of your yoga journey. When mm-hmm. did you, how did you find your love how did you find your kind of space and your connection with yoga right at the beginning like when was the first time you remember stepping in to a yoga 
studio or just practicing any form of yoga? Do you know, I started yoga when I was really, when I was really young and I, and I actually started practicing with a book. I don't think this is a normal routine for a lot of people, but I was really <laughs> young, but I, but kind of reflecting, I, I do, I do now recognize that I was a very anxious teenager and I suppose in a way, and I did do a lot of sports just generally, cause I think it was a way of me managing a very anxious body um so when I kind of came across yoga I was actually more in, in kind of a, what appealed to me was actually the kind of gymnastic asanas postures that I think we, we've all seen on Instagram and that kind of appealed to me so I so I started to practice with a book and when I went to university um there was actually someone in my course who was teaching yoga so I started practicing there was a small group of us who used to practice together um so it's been like you know it's 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 I think, it, yeah, it's been there since very early, but I think it probably wasn't until my early 20s that I actually started to really understand that, oh, okay, yoga's a bit more than doing postures and doing movements. There's there's a whole, you know, kind of yogic philosophy and breath work and meditation and mm. so many different sides to it. Um so and that and that actually kind of opened my eyes to how I can really um, tailor my yoga practice to really support myself, to really connect to myself. Um, but I think in the early days mm. it was very much a kind of like appeal, <laughs> felt very appealing, um, seeing the kind of gymnastics, um, which I think yeah a lot of people oh, yeah. do see on on Instagram. Don't we all? Yeah. And what what were you at uni studying? So I actually did um, contemporary media practice. So I also work as a creative, uh, digital creative. Um, okay. Yeah. When did yoga become more than a practice for you? When did you start thinking into teaching, into thinking maybe there's something else? Like when did it become the kind of mission for you? So I suppose I um, I, I learned to... Well, I, did teacher training when I was uh, when I was in my mid twenties. So I was quite. I'd been practicing for I don't know eight or nine years by that point, and um, and I suppose I I could really feel the benefits of my practice, and I wanted I wanted to deepen my practice. I think that was really why I entered into teacher training. I wanted to deepen my practice. I was curious about how I could share this, but I think at the time I was still quite young and I just really wanted to kind of deepen my practice, deepen my understanding of yogic philosophy, which is which is vast. Um and so and so after my teacher training, which was actually um you know, it was it was it was quite a long time ago, 13 years ago. But my teacher training was actually spread over three years. So I did a diploma with the British School of Yoga and I was a trainee teacher at the same time. Um, and I think that being a trainee teacher and also learning at the same time, it really kind of opened my eyes to, um, yeah, to how how I wanted to kind of adapt my practice to, to share the practice. And after that, I then kind of went on to, to teach and I was teaching as well as um, consulting. Um, but it wasn't until the pandemic that I was um, fully uh, working as a yoga teacher and, and obviously running Mindwalk Yoga. Okay, okay. And now fast forward to 2023, mm -hmm. you have your app, so your online studio. What what can we expect from the app? If, if you've never 
I suppose if you've never practiced online yoga, if you're used to going to a studio, how is it going to feel for us? We launched our new on-demand app um, at the start of this year, and that was a really big. It's, a, it's been a it's been a huge kind of project in the making. We're a grant-funded um, social enterprise, so we so we got this funding to to develop our on-demand app, and and I suppose. What our app offers, and I think wellness apps and yoga apps have obviously taken off during the pandemic because of, you know, we're all practicing at home. Mm-hmm. And I think what Mindwalk Yoga, what, what our kind of unique offering is, is that we've got such a diverse range of practices um, in our on, on our on-demand library. Um, and, and I suppose just coming to your point about, you know, the difference of being in a studio and kind of practicing at home. And I think they're very different experiences. And actually, a lot of our members have never practiced in a studio. Um, you know, they've, that's never been... Interesting. It's, it's never been a space that they have been able to access for many reasons. Their mothers, mm-hmm. their carers, their, you know, they've got kind of uh, busy lifestyles and obviously the financial aspect. But I think I suppose Absolutely. practicing practicing at home means that you can um, do it any time, any you know kind of you, you can carve out that ten minutes, half an hour for yourself, and 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 also you're not limited to what's on offer or what's being directed or offered in a in a studio or in the class. You're kind of you've got an, an array of practices that you can suit your mood. Um, which you know is also a, a kind of a, a really kind of um, key thing but I think you know for people that have gone to studios and love that experience I think um, you know that having an on-demand app can also enhance that because there are times when you just want to tap into um, you want to you know kind of alter your mood or, or tap into something and just you've got 10 minutes rather than going to a studio doing a class coming home so so I think that you know there's there's lots of different types of um, people that access on on demand and, and kind of wellness apps and for people who have never done yoga for people mm-hmm. who still think of it as maybe a bit woo woo maybe feels a bit elitist maybe feels um, like it's not for them mm-hmm. what how would you suggest starting or approaching? How can we kind of make it feel more accessible, not maybe not not as scary? Do you know? I, I think that because um, I've had this conversation so um, so so much with many of our members as well who would never practice yoga before, and I think there are a lot of misconceptions um, of yoga that it's a religious practice, or that or that somehow you know. There's the, the kind of spiritual side to it, which can feel a bit off-putting. Like I, I don't want to do that kind of, you know, um, side to it. But I think mm-hmm. if you're led by your feelings, like how do you feel in your mind and in your body, and if it's something that you want to explore to support how you're feeling, whether that is a physical thing, like you know, you might have taken up running and you've got tight hips and tight hamstrings, and you're like, I want something to help me release this tension or you're coming from it from an angle of I can't sleep at the moment I've got insomnia or I've got high stress levels I've got burnout I've got chronic pain so if you come at it from a point of how am I feeling right now and is this something that could support me then I think that 
that is an entry point because then you can find, you know, you're looking for, you know, you can explore relaxations, you can explore gentle practices to kind of just see if it's something for you. And and the thing is, there's so many different styles and so many different practices and that, that um, you know, to support you. Um, that I think if you move from a place of how am I feeling, then that can be a good starting point. Mm. Great to to be led by that with the feelings, mm-hmm. but but practically. So if I'm practically going to start my first class, my first session with you, yeah. what would I need? Just your your time, your time, and mm-hmm. I mean one of the things that we've really tried to do at Mind Talk Yoga is we've tried to make it accessible in terms of. You don't need a yoga mat. You don't need any yoga props. You don't need yoga right. clothes. You just need yourself. Because that you might need... put people off as, yeah, that, that might put people off as well. Like, Definitely. I need to have all this gear. Definitely. I, and, it, and, it, and, you know, and it's intimidating. Like, you know, to, I mean, I found intimidating going to yoga studios and I'm feeling like I'm in my pajamas or whatever. Like, well, you know, not pajamas, but like, totally. you know, I, I look no, like I'm in my pajamas. Yeah, or you're in those leggings, like you're in your house leggings, so you don't have, you know, yeah. dusty leggings, or, you know, you're, you're in your, like, dusty sports bra or something, <laughs> I, I totally get it. And So and, you're and, saying you, you you just need yourself, you don't need necessarily a yoga mat, so you can, are you using a towel, or just, you don't need anything? Well, I mean, a non-slippery surface, a non-slippery surface. Um, you can use household things like, I mean, shoe boxes can replace a block. You can use your bed pillows. You can Fabulous. use blankets. Um, I, I mean, yeah, we really try to encourage um, finding things from around the house. Even hardback books you can use as, as kind of props, you know, to help you. That's yeah, as blocks and also chairs, just using chairs. Like if you're doing a flow or you're doing something that, and you want to help with balance, you can use chairs. So, um, and because obviously we're an online studio, we encourage people to practice in bed. You know, if you're doing um, a relaxation or a yin practice, which is a kind of supported, like deep kind of stretch practice, you can just practice in bed. And especially if it's a pre-bred, pre, not bread, <laughs> pre-bed um, practice, then it's you're in the perfect place to kind of ease yourself into your night's sleep. And from your experience so far with the app, mm-hmm. is there any common themes or common reasons why people may come to you and come to the app? I mean, our, so our membership, um, because of who we are um, as a collective of black women, our, our membership is predominantly black women. We're open to everyone. Um, and our membership is predominantly black women, 40 plus. And what they have shared with us is that they needed and wanted to make time for themselves. And and like mm. one, one of our members actually said mm. like, you know, she's, she's got, you know, she, she's got this kind of tool now and, and, and almost like she's making dates with herself. Like, no, I'm busy tonight because I'm oh. doing this, you know, like, and actually it's it. a thing. Yeah. And, and it's something that she hadn't done before. And I think, um, you know, a lot of yeah. us, and I include myself in this, we're carrying stress and, and anxiety. We're recovering from things. And, and quite often we don't give ourselves the space to just, process things and I think Mm. yeah a lot of our members have just kind of you know they're they're carving out this space 
just to be with themselves um you know and that's mm. and that's maybe something they haven't done before that's brilliant and the the app helps support that and also yeah. maybe in a nice way make you accountable like you've got something there to to you've got a teammate there you've got a partner it is so hard with everything we do with our busy busy lives mm. to carve out time and actually protect that time and then do that regularly and do it again and again and again each yeah. week or each month or you know it's really really hard so that's great that that they're finding that support in the app and the date yourself i think that is the most gorgeous thing i've heard that's brilliant <laughs> that they can they can find that with you and hearing people people share that with you how does that make you feel like looking back at this community that you've built and people feeling um, comfortable enough to share, you know, these journeys and these stories with you? Our community, our community and our members um, are, are everything to us as, as, a, as a group of um, teachers. Um, it's because we, we do black women's wellness retreats, online resting retreats. Um, and, and we've been doing them since the end of 2020. Um, and, and the comments that come from that and the discussions that we've had like within the retreats at the end of the retreats, it's it's like, yeah, it's it's very it's very emotional because we all know how, yeah, just how much how heavy life can be. And so to hear that, mm -hmm. you know, someone's just had you know, they're grieving, they're going through stuff, whatever it is that they're, de they're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, or there might have been something that's happened, but to hear that this pause has given them kind of a moment, you know, um, a moment for themselves, a moment to just connect and just be held. And also the thing that we try to do is like, we're not, it's not a happy pill. Like we're not like, you know, yoga is just going to make you happy. It's, it's, it's very much about, um, <laughs> this is some space for you to just be with yourself just as you are and we're just holding the space so so when um community members kind of um yeah share back that um how important that space is and what they've kind of discovered about themselves having spent that time with themselves it, it's really really uh yeah it's really emotional and really wonderful mm, mm. i was gonna ask have you learned anything from have you what have you taken away from from your members i know you've gone in to this mm -hmm. with obviously a certain level of understanding yeah but having actually really shared with these women mm -hmm. and being around them have you changed anything about how you practice or mm -hmm. just learn anything to that you've put back into the app and the community do you know that's such a good um question and and I I feel like the key thing that I have learned and and I and I don't want to speak on behalf of the other teachers but I do feel like we have this is a collective learning is 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 giving people agency in their practice and not telling them how That's to nice. do something it's it's inviting them to explore what it means for them because I think because I'm from a, obviously we're, I've been teaching yoga for 13 years, prior to the pandemic, I was teaching in spaces. 
I think there was a, you know, I've been trained to show people how to do something rather than invite them to explore how this might work for them and, you know, give them options of how to do things. And, and because we were online and because we couldn't see everyone and some of the members had shared different, um, you know, conditions that they were managing, physical, mental conditions, it became very, you know, very quickly we, we understood that we have to give options. People have to feel like they've got a way into this rather than, oh, I can't do it the way you've described it, therefore it's not for me. Um, especially when you're at home mm-hmm. practicing, because that would just be like, you, you just wouldn't go back if you're like, well, I can't do that, so I'm, I'm, never, I'm not going to do it again. So I think that's a just, massive learning. It, it is a massive learning. And just listening to you you say that, I went to stage school, so it, mm-hmm. um, I'm trained to copy and mirror, yeah. and I, I really understand that class aspect yeah um but it is elitist and you do feel tons of shame tons of guilt you look at you look at the teacher in front of you you may idolize them you may just you know your body sometimes just can't do what they can do totally Um, and maybe not right right at first and it does it is depressing Mm. it's really really tricky and especially if you this is your one night out, you know, and you've paid your money, you've, you've got there and then you kind of leave a yeah. bit deflated. Because yeah. It's just like, I didn't do any of that and, and, and I hurt. Rather than this, what my body can do, explore how, how you can do this. And this is maybe the aim of this, this posture. Mm-hmm. What can you do within your body? That's brilliant. I, that is groundbreaking. That is groundbreaking because I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? You go to some of these classes and you just feel this isn't for me. My body doesn't look like that. I yeah. definitely can't do that. And I'm paying all this money. What's the point? Totally, totally. And and I know, yeah, that's a kind of a, a common experience. And and, um, and and we kind of, and I've been in classes before where I think I've pushed myself to do things or, and actually, and then in the end, it's like, well, why am I pushing myself to do something which, I'm, it's not available to me or it doesn't feel good to me but I think mm-hmm. I have to do it yeah so I, I think that mm-hmm. um, that's one of the kind of wonderful things that I think has come out of the way the way that we, we practice yoga or we or we can practice yoga now and definitely that's a big learning from Mindwalk Yoga um, one of our teachers Karen James she's like the queen of accessible yoga <laughs> and she and she has she's really taught me a lot about um, about this space as well in just in terms of offering up lots of different ways to do something and also the option of doing nothing at all just showing up is enough you might do mm. half the class you might decide you know that right now I'm, I'm feeling a bit anxious I just wanted to connect in a live stream environment and just breathe with everyone but I didn't actually want to do anything and that's fine too um yeah so all of those options I love it so you have the app now. What what does the future hold for Mindwalk Yoga? So yeah, I mean we've got this beautiful new app, um, and we want to develop the app and and then kind of build our library of practices um, and really just kind of expand our membership and expand our reach. I mean, we're we're a small community organisation, um, and we're very very community focused. That's really important to us. Um, you know, one of the big things that we're really focused on as well is is yoga for mental health. So really kind of, um, really kind of 
driving that forward and, and getting us, you know, increasing our reach in that space, doing socially prescribed yoga, which is something we, we currently do as well. Um, so, yeah, we just want to reach more people and kind of, yeah, have, have more people explore yoga as a well-being tool. And for anyone listening that's still debating if yoga is for them, mm-hmm. what would you like to say to them? If you've never tried yoga before, I think um, it's something to, to explore. And I think, you know, I, I don't really want to push people <laughs> into into trying it. But, <laughs> but, but I do feel like um, it offers, there's so many different styles, there's so many different techniques that I think if you come at it from an angle of how am I feeling um, and how can I, how can I, you know, kind of, explore practices that might support how I'm feeling or enhance how I'm feeling then that might be a a way in for you um yeah okay and where can we find out more about mindwork yoga and just follow your journey in general yeah so um so you can go to mindwalkyoga.org and find out all about us You can download our new app in the App Store and Google Play if you search mindwalk-yoga. And of course, we're on Instagram, so you can follow us there. We we, um, post updates and everything on there. So that's mindwalk-yoga, Instagram too. Amazing. And lastly, would be lovely if you feel comfortable just to lead us in a smoothing grounding. Definitely, definitely. I would love to. Um, so yeah, so I'd love to guide you, um, through just a few minutes of a grounding, soothing practice, and you can be in any seated position, or you might listen to your podcast lying down or standing, that's all fine, but maybe just taking a moment to find a position where you feel stable and centered And if you are sat down, maybe just leaning back into your chair for a moment. And if it feels comfortable, maybe closing down your eyes. Your hands might want to rest in your lap. Or maybe there's another way that feels comfortable. And just taking a moment to notice the ground beneath you holding you here and taking a moment to notice the movement of your breath in your body coming in and coming out. And I invite us to take a few slow exhales here, maybe out through the mouth. So breathing in Breathing out. Doing that a couple more times if that felt okay. Just allowing that exhale to release you. And just taking a moment now, maybe just to notice how are you feeling? Whatever that is, that's fine and valid. 
whenever you tune into your exhale, it can allow you to calm, to soothe. And if your eyes were closed, then maybe gently opening up the eyes. So thank you, that was just a little moment of a soothing, soothing grounding. Any kind of extended exhale just sends, helps sends those waves of calm through the body. That was beautiful. I think it said smoothing earlier, but that was definitely soothing. That was <laughs> so, so nice. I feel like in a completely different space. That was lovely. <laughs> thank you. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.